Hey, y'all heard listeners, we're recording a soundboard, and we'd love to hear from you. So call us at 570-POD-WAD-1 and leave a noise, quote, or sound effect that you think we could use in the show. Like... (sighs) Or... Tubular. While you're there, why not leave us an icebreaker suggestion? Thanks. Catch you later. Sorry about the voice. That was weird. Y'all heard? Hey, everybody. everybody. This is Y'all Heard. A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. We're not related. Sometimes I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. I'm I, supposed to, because I just jump right into an internal monologue. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you say we're not related, but then you say more stuff, and there's like no cutoff and no segue, so it's weird. But then I feel like if I go into the other stuff, then you forget to say we're not related, or you just tack it on at the end, which is sometimes perfectly fine. But sometimes I ramble on for quite some time, like I'm doing right now, and then people are like, "What is she talking?" In about? other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay, man. I'm making it. It's freaking yeah. freezing outside. I'm so tired. I'm so so tired. Constantly, all the time. Oh. But uh, I've been worse. How about that? Yeah, true. He has been. I can tell you. <laughs> I made nut butter. I made granola. I might have talked about granola last time, but this dude. Put fucking Brazil nuts in his nut butter. And boy, can you taste it. Oh my god, they taste like dirt. They taste like intense dirt. I will tell you right now, though you didn't ask, all the nuts I would not eat their butter from, the sentence didn't make sense, all the nuts that I would not eat butter made from include Brazil nuts, walnuts. Yep, add them in there. Pecan, it depends if they like, I don't know, I'm I'm open to being swayed on pecan butter. That's it. I pulled all of those and crushed them up for some other recipe. Pecans are pretty good. They could be sweet. That's interesting how you are, answer. Uh, well, I was at a bit of a loss. I just had a bunch of random nuts from the holidays. And I As didn't know what to do. do with them. So I just... As we do. <laughs> I just buttered them up. I'm glad. Is that is that it? I think so. Okay. It's been slow. I slept um, a lot last night. That made a big difference. Believe it or not. Okay. Yeah. No. Sleep is beautiful. Oh my god. The someone, the guy I'm seeing had a was coming down with a flu last weekend, and he was like, "You don't need to stay here. I'm coming down with the flu," and he couldn't leave his bed. And I was like, "Oh my god, you think I'm gonna leave?" This is an excuse for me to never get up. So I just slept with a sick person forever, and I was so excited. <laughs> anyway. So, How am I? Isn't that what we're on right now? <laughs> what, are you just, yeah, like, talking are... about sick people? Yeah. Wait, what? I'm confused. By the way, in case you're listening for the narrative listeners, this is the boyfriend that she got sick recently. I'm sorry? He's not my boyfriend? <laughs> oh, excuse me. He's just the person I've been seeing for four months. Hey, Aaron, if you're listening. Shut up, Peter. Shut up. Shut up. Um, no. I like how shit is the good thing in that. Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> people really want you to shit. 
So how are you, Marissa? I don't know how we got here, but it's like a dream come true. But since it's with work people, it feels weird. But without me saying anything, somehow I'm buying wigs for my two female coworkers so we could all dress up like dad personas. This dad thing's getting out of I hand. know, it's too much, but I just love to cross dress. Sounds like a Beastie Boys video. Yeah, and then they want to do a CD cover, and they said it joking, and I said, don't say things I want to do because I'll make us do them. So I'm buying everyone wigs to be old men, and then, like, we're going to make a dad album cover. And I don't know what we're going to do with it. I'll probably make songs nobody asked for. I'm really tired, guys, and I have no enthusiasm. I was very upset today, so I apologize. Settle in, because it's going to be a long, long, tired winter. Did Punxsutawney Phil do a jig? I don't know. The listeners might know that, but we don't. You want to take any bets? He's going to do a jig. Cool. Um, Does that mean that there's more winter? That means it's a wild card. A little bit of winter, a little bit of global warming, a little bit of heat. All in one little menagerie. <laughs> Guys, I'm really not okay. I'm sorry. The menagerie of global warming. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your, what's your bets? It's hard to say. It certainly feels like there's going to be six more weeks of winter. What? Isn't there like a... A Game of Thrones thing, like, winter is forever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> I don't think it's winter is forever, but <laughs> something winter related. I mean, you really nailed the inflection, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, let's do an icebreaker before I kill myself. <laughs> icebreaker. Quickly summarize it. Like, don't go to, unless you want to. But quickly... <laughs> Give me a glimpse of your best and your worst Valentine's Day. I don't really know, like, a worst one. Per- I, you know what? Honestly, I don't know if I remember any of them. I mean, you I don't remember- even remember when me, you, and Alicia, there was a blizzard and we, like... I remember to- that happening, but I don't remember the details. Or you don't remember when we went to go eat KFC and Alicia said something racist? That was the same thing, wasn't it? That was a different thing. Oh, what were you going to say before then? When we went to go get chocolates and celebrated Rob Thomas's birthday. Nope, don't remember that at all. Okay. I'm a terrible person. I just, like, I have a really bad memory. Can we do your icebreaker? (laughs) No, we're going to have to listen to you. I'm trying to think, like, I'm going to talk about a Valentine's memory in my particular topic today. And so I don't want to get too much into that. But that's probably the only one that I remember. Oh, there was one which, like, you know, again, in the context, it was cute and memorable and nice and... Like, I think I, oh, I made salmon. I cooked salmon at home. and someone else or yourself? Yeah, for me. Uh, This was my best (laughs) Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Cooked salmon at home, and then I put the laptop on the table and uh, sat with Liz, who you guys might remember from the crazy ex-girlfriend mentioned in the last episode. Yeah. And we watched uh, the Hey Arnold when Hey Arnold was on Netflix. We watched the Hey Arnold Valentine's Day episode, uh, or one of them. That's cute. Why did yeah. you watch it on your laptop, not a TV? Uh, because we wanted to sit at the table. Oh, okay. And, like eat like grown ups, I guess. That's cute. Yeah. Then when the cartoon characters kissed, did you kiss? 
Uh, I don't remember the Hey Arnold. <laughs> Okay, okay. Valentine's Day episode. Did she somehow get mad at you at the end of the day? No, no. These were the good times when no one was allowed to know that we were dating. Good for you. <laughs> Secrets are everything. Um, and the worst one, the worst one may have been, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was dating somebody or not. Ooh, I know who that is. You just is. cracked this one <laughs> open, Marissa. Ooh. A very innocuous question. I wasn't sure if I was dating somebody or not. I was like, I'm going to find out because I'm going to ask them to go out for Valentine's Day. And if they say yes, then there must be something going on. And if they say no, then I'll know for sure that there's not something going on. In the meantime, it was the winter months. And the, when I would ask this person to hang out, they'd be like, oh, I'm sick. And then I'd be like, okay, get better soon. Um, and me, like, it, I wasn't crazy with it. I don't think anyway, but if the person would be listening, they might be like, yes, you were. And if that's the case, that's fine. Call 570-POD-WOD-1 and leave your side and of the story. And tell us you were listening. And went out with them. I think, like, saw, I, I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't good. Wait, um, so they did go out with you on Valentine's Day? Right. Okay. They, we, we went out. It was to a movie. I feel like it was Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Okay. I didn't know anything about Pride and Prejudice because I never read it. I think that was offensive <laughs> to, okay. to my date. And at the end that of the night... That you didn't watch it or that you took her to that movie? No, that, that I didn't watch it. And then at oh, the end of the night... Um, so <laughs> at the end of the night, she got out of the car, she went inside, and then uh, promptly sent me an extensive Facebook message saying that she didn't like want to date me. Did that you was ask pretty bad. her if she was dating you? No, no, no. Uh, the one that I get a lot is, um, this is the one that I get a lot. She went out with you on Valentine's Day. She could have said no, then sent you that. Not let you take her out for Valentine's Day, then sent you that. I'm sorry. You could take that if you need to. I, I tend to agree with that point. Uh, the thing I get a lot is, I'm not looking for what you're looking for without having any conversation about exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> and so, it's, yeah. you know, the other person knows me better than I know myself, and they that know what's best for fun. me, so they dismiss yeah. me. <laughs> How about you, cool. Marissa? Thanks for opening up those scars. I'm sorry. I thought it was silly. Um, best one would be... <laughs> my worst Valentine's Day. I pooped my pants. <laughs> Ew. Um, probably either... When Yumi and Alicia used to celebrate Rob Thomas's slash Frederick Douglass' birthday, like we didn't even acknowledge Valentine's Day. The three of us would go out and party, and not by party I mean eat fast food and yeah. eat chocolate. Um, Where did we that, go for chocolates? Did we go to like Gertrude Hawk or like CVS? Nice. But just kind of chocolate. CVS. Um, or I, I've always been a big fan of that. Going out on Valentine's Day or the day after and cleaning up the candy aisle. Yeah. Or the Valentine's Day when I was, I think I was either 16 or 17, with my high school boyfriend. And uh, he took me to a punk store and bought me steel-toed boots. Um, and then we wanted to go to Red Lobster, but bitch didn't make a reservation. So we ate at Old Country Buffet. And if you don't know what Old Country Buffet is, it is not a place to go on Valentine's Day. Certainly it's like you took a golden corral. Although I'm sure you weren't alone either. At But that said... <laughs> I'm not saying that to insult him. I loved it. But meaning it was just like, because he was fun and didn't take it too seriously. So that was fun. The worst one was when the boy I had been dating for a year in Korea. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Uh, we went to a wine bar on Valentine's Day, and he told me how much he hates Valentine's Day and how much 
he hates having girlfriends. And I wasn't technically his girlfriend. And how, um, yeah, he hates women. Cool. In different words. That was the worst one. So, so I got to tell you, listeners, if you're paying attention here, don't go out with somebody who you're friends with on Valentine's Day, unless it's in a group of three. Yeah, even then, don't, unless you're going out for something called Galentine's right, Day. Or right, right, or Frederick Douglass' Day. birthday, or, or Rob, Rob Thomas, Thomas Day, Day, you know. <laughs> yeah, so don't go to really anything just... framed as Valentine's Day with someone who might like you. Be you clear. know if they might like you, bitch, don't pretend. <laughs> So uh, we have some other things to get to. We don't necessarily have to uh, jump right into the show just yet. And since Marissa and I both have short topics, instead what we're going to do is we're going to go to the 570-POD-WOD-1 voicemail box. Our loyal listener, James, has missed months of the podcast. Uh, and so he has decided to catch up, but he's also quite opinionated. So here is one voicemail from James. Oh, I have to hit a thing. Hold on. I can't wait till he hears the one where I talk about my ex's butt. Office, and I started to think to myself... Y'all heard about nitrites? I don't know if you've uh, looked at any of the real expensive things you can get these days, like expensive lunch meats, um, even hot dogs, bacon. They all say that they are naturally uncured, and they're all full of shit. Um, basically, anything that's cured has sodium nitrite in it. And that's why if you read any of these products that say um, they are not made, and I will read one exactly right now from my D'Artagnan which is dried sausage. It says, pork raised without antibiotics, no nitrates or nitrates added, except for naturally occurring in celery powder. Did you know that all these products that say that they are naturally uncured are loaded with celery powder? Guess what celery powder is loaded with? Sodium nitrate. So really, in the end, all they're doing is telling you that it's safer because there was a study that came out that said uh, things with nitrites in them, sodium nitrites, have a cancer-causing effect. They, uh, they're a carcinogen. So people threw their arms up and said, oh, my God, what are we putting into our bodies? Well, here's the fact of the matter. We have it in there because sodium nitrites cure our food. And when our food is cured, it won't kill us when we eat it. See, a lot of these foods, uh, they've been cured uh, or preserved with some mechanisms such as smoking or uh, salt. Sometimes they're hung to be air-dried. But they can still, um, by process uh, when they're being made, end up with things like botulism or other nasty bacteria or uh, you know, microbes in them, and you don't want that. If you put in a very small amount of sodium nitrite, and that does two things, it creates that nice pink color. <laughs> you want gray bacon or you want bacon that looks red and pink? I'll take gray. If you just use salt and had no form of sodium nitrite in it, your bacon would be gray when you cooked it like regular pork because it's the sodium nitrite that makes ham and bacon and salami and the other way have that rosy color. Um, it also keeps the botulism away, like I said. And for things that have to hang for a long time, like prosciutto or like salami, <laughs> Marissa, that you lose, uh, at least 35% of the weight over months or potentially years, you don't want to have these things. And uh, then you had health freaks come out and say, and yes, they are health freaks. They came out and go, oh my God, That's these nitrates are cancer causing, so what are we going to do? Well, they put in, instead, they put in celery powder, and they're able to mark. Uh, James left a message so long that he got cut off on our voicemail, so we learned that three minutes is the limit for our, I our voicemail. I actually find that interesting. Do you want to hear the like uh, second one? his own episode. Yes, and that was the joke I was going to make after playing that. First, I wanted to hear him get cut off. But also, um, I have said to James in weeks that Marissa wasn't available, hey, you know, like, 
you think you could do something? Like maybe about, no, 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 I could never. <laughs> because he's like, I couldn't keep like a whole episode going. I couldn't talk about something for that long. And yet he and I are both teachers and we have to do it like three times a week. <laughs> he does it five times a week. <laughs> oh, James. So there's a little bit about sodium nitrites, everybody. And, okay. uh, and I'm sorry. Why was he even talking about this? Uh, he was listening to our show, and I think he just identified that as something that, you know, did you ever know sort of thing. Oh, okay. Like, I y'all heard. Like, I'm so happy these meats we're eating don't have social nitrates. <laughs> no, it wasn't It wasn't us uh, talking about meats in a particular episode that prompted that. It's just his natural love of meat, um, mm-hmm. which is, okay. you know, admirable and nice. You listeners can also call us at 570-PODWAD1. I can't imagine anybody leaving a message as, I'm going to say zealous. Never, James never, is. never say never. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we defy you to do that. As you can see, even at three minutes, uh, we will read it into the show somehow. Uh, his second voicemail starts with, I got cut off before. And then he continues with the rest of his thought. But Are we, we going to listen? I'll cut that in. How about that? After the fact. Yeah. James, I actually fully appreciate it. But I just feel like the beginning part of this is very long. So, like, if someone doesn't want to listen to it, (laughs) stop listening. (laughs) So, but thank you. Everybody wants to listen. And I'd love to know your thoughts on the stuff me and Pete shared about each other's exes. I want James to do Y'all Heard of What's Inside Hot Dogs for us. Yeah, I can can get behind that. Yeah, so. I'm so gassy right now. The the challenge is out to you, James. Speaking of nitrites. Did you know nighttime is dark? And so is the color black. So I'm going to tell you about Black Day. Yeah, I know I know all those things. <laughs> I'm going to tell you actually about three alternatives to Valentine's Day. Granted, they're not all on February 14th, but instead of celebrating love and being coupled up, I'm going to tell you about three days that celebrate singledom. Is Black um, Day related to Black History Month? No. It's something in Korea uh, that I forgot this existed. April 14th is known as Black Day. And apparently this is a holiday that came about over like the last decade. So Korea has like two Valentine's Day equivalents. Ooh, have, we, we know one, right? With, with the suitcases? No, that's Chuseok. That's where right. I got a spam suitcase. That's okay, yeah. though. You tried. There's Valentine's Day and there's White Day. I forget which is which. One of them men give women gifts to women. The other one women gives gifts to men. But, basically, lonely singles who did not get to celebrate Valentine's Day or White Day can gather on April 14th to celebrate Black Day. During Black Day... Sounds dark. Generally, singles come out and they go to restaurants and eat jajangmyeon, which is a noodle dish covered in a really deep black bean paste with some, like, vegetables and meat it's actually really good it tastes really smoky but it's just like a bowl full of, full of black spaghetti bet you um, there's a shit ton of nitrates in that probably <laughs> it's Go a chinese games. noodle dish uh, and it's actually one of south korea's like national like most popular foods and i guess it's considered like a comfort food like think of it kind of like a bunch of single people being sad and eating cartons of ben and jerry <laughs> Bunch of Korean people eating a bunch of jajangmyeon. According to the article I was reading, they were saying, like, on Black Day, singles will also often wear black accessories, black shoes, and black nail polish. When I was in Korea, Black Day, like, came and went, and I didn't even know it existed. So I don't know how much people really get into it. 
Unless maybe they do it for funsies or for laughs. But who knows? If not, call me at 570-POD11 and tell me about how much Tell us what you do for funsies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But on Black Day, a lot of times there are, like, Jajangmyeon eating contests. Where people could see how how much or how fast, fast of, the, of the nudes they can eat. What? They love eating fast. I don't know if they love eating fast. They seem to love eating large amounts of food on well, the you're internet. you're doing large amounts of food and not fast, I don't know what the point is. Favoring it. And again, according to this article, I don't know if I agree, uh, sales of black coffee often spike on this day. And also matchmaking services... Um, kind of their sales spike on that day down uh two doors down from my gym a place just opened up and it's called love brokers is that a matchmaking service or like do you think it could be like a prostitution service <laughs> no oh you're right it says love yeah, yeah. you don't love that would be I sex you don't brokers love a what i know what prostitutes <laughs> don't call you love you call you <laughs> don't love you <laughs> okay so that seems all right i don't know it kind of seems like a sad day and who just wants to like eat all of food that like shows everyone you're single however At the same time sounds pretty good oh uh, you know what i'm sorry that's every day isn't it every day is black day when you're single in america <laughs> true <laughs> also it's not like a special food you can eat jajangmyeon almost like any day so i don't and know, i do okay back <laughs> off i more like singles day in china which is november 11th it is an unofficial holiday that started in the 1990s as like a anti-Valentine's Day. But now it's kind of turned into a day where single people buy a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> last year alone, though I don't realize if the article was written this year. I don't think it was. Last year alone, or in years past. Um, well done. Good save. Well, oh, yeah. China's biggest online shopping shopping company, which I think is called uh, Alibaba. I consider it like the Amazon equivalent. It is. Took in more than... billion in online payments on Singles Day. Two and a half times the total of American, two and a half times the total American retailers gained on, in Cyber Monday. So this holiday was apparently like created by college students, like I said, in the 90s. And while some use it as a celebration of singledom, mostly it's a day where people can really feel bad for themselves and indulge in like retail therapy. Besides just like buying a shit ton of stuff, same with Korea. Um, it's kind of a day where everyone is like trying their best to like get matched with someone. Like matchmaking services go through the roof and things like that. Because gender issues in marriage are a little more intense in China. So I think singledom is not celebrated to the extent that that a American might be like self love bitches Galentine's Day. Again, according to this article. If you're from China and you're like, we love being single, call us 570 <laughs> Yeah, give us a call. I would love, even though I could splurge on myself all the time, which I do and I need to stop, I would like a holiday that's like, you're not married? Go buy a bunch of stuff. You don't have a boyfriend? Go buy a bunch of stuff. Wait, you've been dating someone for a bunch of months, but they're not your boyfriend, but they're not not with you? Mm, I don't know. I guess I'll buy a little bit of stuff. I just want to Mercy, you can solve that problem by marrying yourself and throwing yourself a reception. Very true. Very <laughs> true. Um, okay. That's that's an episode throwback, everybody. Go that into the archives, track good. that down. <laughs> Very good. So I was like, American Singles Day. 
a bunch of lame things come up. One was like Singles Awareness Day, but their website looked ridiculous. And like it was made on like. Cell Day. <laughs> yeah, it looked like, yeah. It looked like, I don't know, it just looked terrible. So, on this article from BuzzFeed, it was like, things to do instead of Valentine's Day. And it all seemed rooted in actual other articles. So, I was like, you didn't just Google it and look at Wikipedia. They had something called International Quirky Alone Day. Quirky alone is one word. First of all, I was like, that's disgusting because I hate the word quirky and I hate people who consider themselves quirky. But I was like, what the hell is this? International Quirky Alone Day was created by an author called Sasha Kagan, who actually like wrote a book talking about being a quirky alone person, which is like someone who's so confident in being alone. Not that you don't want to be with somebody, but that you need to become your most authentic self and learn how to love yourself before other people can love you. And then she decided to like extend it like it's time to celebrate it as a day. So on February 14th, Quirky Alone Day is a quote-unquote do-it-yourself celebration of romance, friendship, and independent spirit. Uh, so the founder of the event, Sasha Kagan, swears that it is not an anti-Valentine's Day holiday. Instead, it is a celebration of all kinds of love, romantic, platonic, familial, and yes, self-love. No. <laughs> as the website says, in other words, <laughs> she's just a closet bestiality person, <laughs> and she's just is trying to get out there. That'd be sad but hilarious in a dark quirky. way. I mean, it's quirky. <laughs> in other words, the website says it's a day to do whatever you want with whoever you want. Uh, in other words, that's every the day. Purge? The purge? What'd you say? That's that's every day. Well, yeah, mm, yeah, I guess. Okay, so. International Quirky Alone Day, according to the website, because I was like, bitch, can you really call it a day if you celebrate it? <laughs> but International Quirky Alone Day has apparently been celebrated in over 40 cities across four continents since 2003. Uh, I then looked into it, and there have been, I think it's starting, I forget what state she's in, but she throws her own Quirky Alone party. Then there have also been Quirky Alone um, events in other states. But if not, if you don't want to go to an actual event, she gives you tips on how to have your own Quirky Alone Day at home. So let me read 10 ways to celebrate Quirky Alone Day. Also, I was like, does this even exist anymore? So I Googled, like, Quirky Alone Day 2019. People mention it, but it doesn't seem like it's being celebrated in 40 cities anymore. Okay, I'll tell you just a few. Explore a new part of town. Be a tourist in your own city. You could do that any day. Uh, rearrange your furniture. You can do that any day. Yeah, I do that almost every day. <laughs> Volunteer. You could do that any day. And be creative alone, doing whatever it is you like to do. Again, you can do that any day. I don't think she knows what it's like to be alone. Because it seemed like she what was she's describing so far this. is my everyday. I know, I know. Get cozy in bed with a book, such as Quirky Alone, a manifesto for uncompromising romantics would be a good choice. Yeah. Or Letters to a Young Poet by Rainer Maria Rilke. And then hang yourself. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, I don't like this date. I think it's very lame. Point of the matter is, if you're single and you're like, I deserve a celebration too, 
I would go to China or Korea. U.S. is pretty shitty for that. But just you could just throw yourself a self-love goddess party and then nothing. <laughs> so they say something vulgar, but I decided not to. Quirkyalone.net <laughs> has a lot of stuff to it. No, um, that yeah, that's where I was. And uh, I wanted you to go to a Quirky Alone event, so I googled for Philadelphia, and back in 2006, there was an event, but uh, recently they have decommissioned the bulletin board, and so there's not really a lot of information there. Yeah, of course I wouldn't go. Because technically I'm I'm maybe not kind of alone. Yeah, where's the holiday for people in limbo? Your turn. I don't have any. What was was the last thing you said? Okay, Pete, your turn. Yeah, no, 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 before that, like, like, where's it? Speaking of Quirky Alone Day, and, and it being my everyday, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I had to do any Valentine's Day-related tasks. Uh, I find the most stressful thing trying to plan an event, like a date, so not really into it. But again, going back to Marissa's topic, not terribly by choice, I've been single for like three or four years now, which is, you know, sad and disturbing to some of you. But instead of doing y'all heard topic that was, what does putting yourself out there mean and why do people keep telling me to do it? I thought I would cover a popular Valentine's Day totem. Roses. Putting yourself out there means going on a dating site and going on a date. Yeah, but isn't there like less or like lower impact ways to do something like that? Not for us. My it's mom not like goes. Go to a bar and sit there and go talk to a lady. Like My mom's like, you got to put yourself out there. And I'm like, what does that mean? She's like, go grocery shopping. Oh, wow, you put yourself out there every day. You go grocery every day. Close to every day. Marissa, um, let's pretend you're dating someone for sure. And you want to... No, I am dating someone. (laughs) Continue. Okay. You want to give them a dozen roses. Three questions for you. What do the roses look like? What are you willing to pay? And why did you settle on the price that you picked? Like, which ones I want to pick for them? Yes. Blue roses. I'm willing to pay $20. That's, That's your only descriptor, the color. I'm just checking. Long stem blue roses, and they're $20. And also, I don't know any men that want roses. <laughs> why, so, why did you settle on this price? Pretend you're that- a dad then, okay? Since that's so easy for you. Put on your dad wig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if I'm a man trying to surprise my honey or make my lonely daughter feel better, um, I don't know, probably like... Daddy? I still buy her blue roses, long jam, and I either buy $20 roses from the grocery store or I go to 1-800-Flowers and pay $150. <laughs> was there another question? Why did you settle on the price that you picked? One was the realistic price, but one is me trying to go in the head of a man and he doesn't want to shop around and he doesn't know how much things cost. Okay. That was very sexist. I don't, but yeah. accurate. It's, I would say a lazy person, not necessarily a man, per se. Okay. All men are lazy. I'm sorry, a boy, a man <laughs> wouldn't be like that. So if you get a your real flowers... man. If you get your flowers through 1-800-Flowers, $150, the flowers are probably half of what that price is. The other half is like delivery fees and taxes and horse shit like that. So that's annoying in its own right. But some places, again, before considering all that stuff, charge up to $60 for a dozen roses. Five bucks a rose. You could totally get $20 in the grocery store, though. 
Yes, you absolutely yeah. could. But for $60 for a dozen roses, it's $5 a rose. I would prefer to get $5 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because I can do a lot with $5. I can get two slices of pizza. I can get, you know, five things at a dollar store. According to Brad... And I'm sure your girlfriend would love a slice of pizza and five things at the dollar store. You know what? The right one would. <laughs> you're right. You're right. As long as it's with me. <laughs> Very true. According to Brad's deals, which doesn't sound like a reputable source, but their research looks very reputable, uh, you can get a dozen roses in August uh, for 20 bucks. Okay. Not a problem. Even the expensive places, you can get a dozen roses in August for 20 bucks. The same organization that charges you $20 in August will charge you $50 in February. Why oh, wow. do roses cost so much more around Valentine's Day? Because they're in high demand and people know they can cash in on that. Know-it-alls think that they can just put me in my place by saying <laughs> it's supply and demand and economics. But there is, oh, sorry. <laughs> there is a bit more to it. Like, for example, across five major sellers, the cost uh, for roses at a particular point is $20. $20. Those are the places Marissa is picking up those on the go. $25, $35, and $60. So what I'm looking to find out today, and just to impart upon you, is why are these prices so different, even though they're all at the same time? Yeah, okay. So there is a lot to the point that it's Valentine's Day, more people want flowers, and so they cost more. People want roses in February, so we can jack up the price. As long as we all jack up the price, people will pay it. Yeah. And all florists will do this around the holiday. But here's a nice tip if you're cheap. <laughs> you can actually get a dozen roses through Amazon Prime, free two-day delivery. So now you don't have to pay all those delivery fees that you would get from like a 1-800-Flowers. Oh, yeah, flowers. Right. yeah. And it's like uh, $20, $25, I think. So before we get in too deep, you're always going to get screwed by delivery fees, but you could use Amazon. Now listen, getting your getting your love a dozen roses through Amazon, I mean, I think it really depends on how safe and secure you feel with one another, uh, you know? So I wouldn't say jump right to that. But at the same time, it's an option. According to the Washington Post... Have you bought a woman a dozen roses before? Yes. Who? You don't need to answer that. Why did I ask that? There was a certain point where I bought a dozen roses for somebody that I had been with for like a year. And that one ended up being like $60, $70 because I got suckered into some stuff, which I'll talk about later. Okay. Then I stopped getting a dozen roses because <laughs> I thought, well, what am I going to get next year? So I started to get a half a dozen roses, which is a good idea because I think that the person that you're with recognizes like the realism of something yeah. like that. Yeah. And also, not like I'm using this as a line, but when I go, I would have gotten you a dozen, but I wanted to get you something else next year, I think it sends a nice message of commitment and intent that we might be together next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. it, it kind of works to some degree. And then there was one year where I wasn't dating anybody, so, so I bought a dozen roses for a friend and she stopped talking to me. Ooh, wow. I'm curious. <laughs> Tell me off the air. So according to the Washington Post, uh, where flowers come from, <laughs> the ground. I just fell asleep during my own sentence. <laughs> the See? sentence is See? supposed to be. That's why the one time I, I, Tom, I thought you were saying I was being boring. Not because you're boring, but because you find yourself boring. <laughs> according to the Washington Post, 
where the flowers come from plays a big part in their cost. That was the sentence. Okay. That I couldn't make it through. Okay. Um, they have a very interesting feature piece from 2018 that examines the who and where of flower picking and preparing. And they go all the way out to Colombia in South America. Uh, according to the piece, 200 million roses come from Colombia to America each year for Valentine's Day alone. That's a lot. Yes. Quote, Colombians don't even celebrate Valentine's Day, but among flower growers, the foreign holiday can account for close to 20% of annual revenue. Wow, okay. Expanding from Valentine's Day, the article says 130,000 Colombians work in floriculture, and they export 6 billion stems a year. Wow, okay. That's a lot. Big numbers, guys. Big numbers. Girls are pretty, but come on, guys. You can't give girls different flowers. If if I were a talented impressionist, I might say, these numbers are huge. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that actually comes up because domestic flower growers are like, we can't compete with the low, low prices that Colombia is charging. Yeah, yeah. Colombia is charging like 24 cents a stem and people in America are struggling to get down as low as like 30 cents a stem. Colombian roses can find their way into Walmart's grocery stores. These are the $20 roses that you can pick up, you know, at a corner store, grocery store, possibly a gas station on the right day. U.S. floriculturists, culturalists, which I don't even know is a word. I just had to make it's it up. Floriculturists or florticulturists? No, no, no with the first T that you insert, inserted into the second one. Okay. Floriculturalists. Nope. Yeah. Floral cultural. Flora culturists. Flora culturists. Well right? done, well done. Okay. Those people turn to high end roses in order to keep up. Roses for special occasions outside of Valentine's Day, like weddings and funerals and things <laughs> like that. Okay. I, I sent you two dozen roses to your funeral. <laughs> um, one California grower purchased a whole bunch of land, like a you know a cocky businessman goes. I could keep up with those Colombians. So he bought a bunch of land and he built like the leanest system he could, but he was still not able to get as low as the Colombians. He was like a few cents short. Never try reaching. to get as low as the Colombians, guys. <laughs> Never. Um, I don't even know what I meant. <laughs> it was impossible to keep the prices that low. So he decided what seems kind of wise in the long run. He was like, that's Colombia's market. I'm not going to try to cut in and compete with Colombia's market. They're good at what they do, and their product is fine for a majority of people. But what I'm mm -hmm. going to do is I'm going to start to grow specialty roses that will cost more, and people will pay more because they're a higher quality product. And you might be thinking, like, we're talking about flowers, bro. How do you engineer a higher quality product? But they are able to do it. Again, okay. this is a micro example of different feuds about international trade and the cost of doing business, even the flower business. Case in point, other exporters include Ecuador, and Mexico is another one that does this. And so when you possibly have to pay more money for imported flowers this year because there's higher taxes on those particular countries' imports, you, you might have a guy that you already don't like to blame. <laughs> that always feels good. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Another element to roses is the type of rose, as we mentioned previously. Marissa, uh, for her lonely daughter, <laughs> will buy long stem roses. 
These require a harvester to cut several buds oh, in order to create. Oh, there are different kinds of roses. Like, no, that I know that, but like <laughs> stem differences. Yes, you can get long stem. You can get short stem. And here's the thing: if you want a long stem rose, there's a guy in this article that cuts a 25-inch long stem rose, and from the cut to the bud, there are other things in between. That guy you're gonna say from the cut to the bud. There are other pieces in from between, and and you the could theor- you could theoretically pull some of those things and make a sort of smaller bouquet or something like that. You you could sell shorter stem roses. Long stem roses are friggin' long, but if you pop by the grocery store, uh, you might not end up with something super long like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't think ones from the grocery store are that long. Yeah. But they're still pretty nice. Yeah. If you're coming home on a Wednesday and it's not Valentine's Day, stop by the grocery store. Pick your special loved one up a dozen roses. It's a nice gesture. Oh, just like for any day? Yeah. Good for you. Good make, for you. Make your own Valentine's Day and do it in August because that's when they're the cheapest. Make your own, va- make your own Valentine's Day. <laughs> make, 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 make your own Valentine's Day. What to do? You're making your own. So if you have this rose and you need to clear the stem so that it becomes its own individual long stem rose, that's more time per rose that a person has to do clipping it and everything like that. But if you went out and you bought somebody, say, a small rose bush plant, it would actually produce more fragrant roses that last longer. But it's not a bouquet that you can present to them. It's a pot with a freaking plant in it, right? So that, that feels a little less romantic. And That's weird. To be honest, there's something you have to take care of now, which, like by the way, bird, bitch. isn't a bad... You can keep this alive, then I'll have children with you. Yes, exactly. It's not a bad lesson to learn to nurture a plant and to take care of it, you know? Oh, you support that? I don't support that. I like, I like having plants around. If I was dating somebody, I would prefer that they prefer a rose bush instead. Mm. But uh, I'm also old. There's another type of rose called a freedom rose. I'm going to go again so I can edit that out. Sorry, I'm sorry. You could keep it. There's another type of rose called I'm a freedom just being rose. I'm me. Post article highlighted these as a product of Colombia. Freedom roses rose, no pun intended, in popularity. Let me interrupt you for a moment. It's pronounced Colombia. <laughs> Thank you, Alicia. Uh, these rose in popularity after September 11th. And the reason that people seem to love the Freedom Rose is because they have bright, big, beautiful, colorful buds. Buds! I keep thinking I gotta say buds! But they also last a much longer time than traditional other roses. This is exactly what you would want for a rose that needs to travel the world all the way from Colombia. (laughs) Colombia! Poor P can't see me because my audio, my, my video's up. So he doesn't know when I'm going to say something really <laughs> dumb and annoy him. It just comes out of nowhere. Poor piece. When you order flowers, much like me, you're often presented with several options as well. Do you want them wrapped? Or do you want us to just hand you 12 dripping steps in your hands? I mean. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want them wrapped? We're going to charge you $5 for a couple of, sl- a couple of pieces of tissue paper. You might be like, it's just $5, Pete. It's not a big deal. But think about $5 for two pieces of tissue paper for each person that walks through the door. 
that's a lot of money you get to make at the end of the day. You could go to the dollar store and buy like I know I keep referencing the dollar store, but you could go to the dollar store and buy twelve sheets of tissue paper. Can you do math, Marissa? Your that's like thirty future, bucks. That's thirty bucks that you can make your off of that. Your wife could be listening to this. Stop seeming like you're in love with the Dallas store. <laughs> well, I'm going to mention them again. You can buy a vase, right? Yeah. Or a vase. Yeah, I think they said vase. And you can go to the dollar store and get a vase vase for a dollar. A vase vase. <laughs> uh, it's a name brand. But if you <laughs> buy it from wherever you're buying the flowers, it's going to cost you a lot more. You want a bow on it? Do you want a teddy bear? Do you want a balloon? Do you want it to come with cookies? That sort of shit. All of these are little end things that they try to sort of sneak onto your bill. Not unknowingly, but they kind of... want to cover cookies. <laughs> you want cookies all over them, bitches. I'm sorry. I guess chocolates is better, right? Chocolates oh, is more appropriate. cookies. First, I want you to take the roses and cover them in cookies. And <laughs> then the I want you to, to cover the, the cookies in chocolates. Yeah. And then I want you to put more flowers on the outside. Butts only. No stems. Yeah. Get them butts covered in cookies. <laughs> One year when I was in school, I purchased a dozen roses. Mm, you would. Dating. This was the first person that I had ever dated <laughs> in college. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And so I was like, a dozen roses. That was, that's what you're supposed to do. So let me go and get a dozen roses. Oh, and when Pete. I, when I went to get them. Oh, poor little Pete. The person at the florist was like, you want a balloon with that? It's only like eight bucks. And I'm like. Oh, sh- sure. You and did a female impersonation? When she, when she received the flowers. A bad one, though. With the balloon, she was ecstatic. <laughs> was, she was disgusted. She was going crazy over she the balloon. Oh, my God, it had a balloon. Yeah, I dated Mickey Mouse, too. <laughs> Still. Was it one of those silver balloons? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it was definitely, it, it wasn't like a, like a... I love you like a... Rubber balloon. Dog loves cake. That yep, a... that's the one. I love you like a fat kid loves dogs that I love cake. I love you like a shit on the shingle. So you might be saying, well, Pete, that's your fault. The extra charges, that's not thats not the flower business's fault, but it is. It's easy to say no, you may say, and sure, but, you know, it is in some cases. But for some of us, it's not easy to say no when you're faced with, like, walking out with a sack of roses or roses in a vase. I to... love you like a single white rose in a dewy meadow. Did you say that? There's no love okay. in that situation. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you Nobody asked you. So when you're there and you're handing over 50 bucks for some roses and they're like, hey, do you want a vase for it? You're like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Why should I start? No, but I would like a vase. Why should I start skimping on things now? But I will say this, future wife, if you're listening, if I got you flowers in a vase last year, you're not getting a vase this year. You should have saved it and you can use it again. Yeah. Marie Kondo Kondo is not going to let us have... A cabinet full of vases just for every single year I buy you flowers. And Marie Kondo's gonna live with us. So get him right to it, Spark joy. Labor is another issue. Companies need to reap the harvest of roses. Not to mention plant the roses and grow them and everything like that. So they employ more people during 
the time leading up to Valentine's Day and during Valentine's Day. This means that prices will be impacted, but if you apply logic to that, this method doesn't really check out. Say you're going to sell 10 times as many roses and you hire 10 times as many people to help, you should be turning the same percent profit. So I don't know if that really lends itself to the steep price increase. But maybe it's because... Maybe the price is expensive because you need to nail the day of delivery, okay? Any respectable person I've ever dated. Uh, any respectable person that I have ever dated will get their flowers on the 13th, 14th, 15th, possibly even the 12th, okay? You won't pay for the thing? Because you're getting, first of all, the wrong you're kind of... You're just telling your future wife that she's not worth it. No, the wrong kind of person is going to be looking for flowers on Valentine's Day, okay? Whatever you say. If you get them sent on the 13th, then it's like, Ho! Oh, I wasn't expecting this! Oh, right. Ho! Get them sent on the 9th. He got these cheaper. What day is it? <laughs> now, if you get them sent on the 9th, five days later is Valentine's Day, so I think you're pushing it. Now you got to present something separate on Valentine's Day for sure. Mm. But... What I'm saying is, most people want to get the day of delivery. It counts the most if you get it on Valentine's Day. D-O-D. Remember this, kids. If we are going to prepare to deliver all of these flowers, we need more people in order to make it happen. And those people need to be paid as well. That will raise the cost a little bit. And in the U.S., it's a much steeper cost than in Colombia. According to the Post, for weeks mm. leading up to Valentine's Day. Sorry. Col- oh, excuse Excuse me. Now, what, just say that with an accent, you weirdo? Um, <laughs> you can live, I, I shouldn't say you can live on, but the price for minimum wage in Colombia, Colombia, excuse me again. Thank you. $300 a week, U.S., but that's oh. certainly not the minimum wage for working here in the U.S., and so you yeah. have to pay people more. And that's on the delivery end of things, and so when you think about it, that does factor into the cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last stat that's really big, according to the Post, for weeks leading up to Valentine's Day, 30 planes a day travel back and forth between Colombia and South Florida. Do you like it? Don't pretend you don't like it. Each plane is packed with over a million roses, and then people Ooh. need to pick up those roses, Ooh. unpack them, and drive them across <laughs> the country to that guy in Poughkeepsie who wants to give a dozen roses to his love. And they have to do it all really fast, too. This is all. This all happens within three weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. And then a couple of weeks later, the prices start to drop off. One website, I think it was 1-800-Flowers, the price drops immediately on the 15th. It's like you save 10, 15 bucks right after the 15th. Yeah. So all of this so, to say is that You better my, buy, like, not after Valentine's Day, because then it's going to look like you just wanted them cheap. You know, the other thing is, if you order... So some places were like, when's the best time to order Valentine? Or when's the best time to order roses <laughs> for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Love poker. That's when the best time to order Valentine's Day. <laughs> I think, so it's January 2nd, the new year has just begun, and you're like, I'm going to get online and get myself my order in for, you might pay $30 instead of $40 in February, but you still have the exorbitant delivery fees because you want them delivered on the 15th, or I'm sorry, the 14th. You might save a couple of bucks, but I don't think it's going to make a major impact. My hypothesis of a greedy florist mob that demands love protection money from you every February is not true. But it's not exactly the perspective of the flower industry can charge whatever they want either. Roses are kind of like headphones. You can get inexpensive ones that are easy to get. 
you know, maybe like, I don't know, over at, over at the dollar store? Not well. <laughs> mm, if you're a little rough, those roses will fall out of your ears. Yeah, they will. And, and the sound will, will be a little weird. And, and one will stop working. <laughs> but if roses mean a lot, spring for that $40 option instead of the $20 op- dollar option, plus tax, plus delivery, <laughs> plus extras. If you're in a rush, say you're in like, I don't know, a three, four month uh, relationship, you want to grab that $20 batch at the grocery store, it's it's nothing to shake your head at. I think receiving something on the day from someone that you care about always feels like a nice gesture in a lot but of ways. But also, like, if you don't receive anything, not everyone's into it, guys. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. So if you don't receive a physical object, maybe at least say something. I don't know. Maybe you'll receive a metaphysical one. Yeah, that works. Let the people that you love know that you love them. Yep. Questions, Marissa? (laughs) (laughs) Or are you going to give me the usual, no, I think I've interrupted enough? Yeah, God, if Pete's a good friend, he probably hates me. I, I interrupted a lot this time. No, I just think of all the fun I have to go through editing. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like you could have kept everything I did in there. The burp? Um, me yelling think... Colombia at you? We have been through over, I think this might be our 65th episode. I have edited all of your burps out, except like maybe two. Why? And listeners, you should know that just about every episode... <laughs> Some burps loudly into her microphone. <laughs> I have a stomach problem. So I'm not I. trying to be gross. I literally sometimes have to burp. I don't think that any of us think that it's gross. It's just like, you know, so I can edit, edit it out. out. I can edit it out. And so I edit it out so that our listeners don't have to listen to it each week. That's all. Okay. 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 I farted this time once. Hopefully nobody heard it because I ate too many sugar-free <laughs> candies, and then it makes you have a laxative effect. It's time for plugs. I'm gonna plug some celebrity news that I just want you all to know. Uh oh. Actually, no. I'm gonna plug two things. One, KFC is currently testing only in the south, though, a Cheetos chicken sandwich, which has an extra. Crunchy Cheetos pat, uh, no, extra crunchy chicken patty topped with Cheetos sauce, topped with Cheetos and mayonnaise. And I want it so bad, I'll be willing to break my gluten diet. Just want you all to know that. I'm not interested. Oh, you're such a player. <laughs> it didn't make sense. <laughs> Maybe Two, that's why I'm single. I just want everyone to know that Ariana Grande. Recently released a song named Seven Rings. I do not like the song. I don't like Ariana Grande. I don't even but know. But I do I love the song. number seven, and I do love rings. No, but she just got a tattoo in Japanese in kanji that she thought said seven rings. But it actually says small charcoal grill. All right. I thought like it was going to be a funnier ending. Uh, I thought it funny enough because she thinks she's cool. Yeah. And it's pretty big. But it kind of fits, it kind of fits with her narrative. Because she's, like, she's a dumb white person. Yeah, she's all white, right? But she looks like... Oh, something. if she's not, she is. At least, yeah, let me look. You plug while I look at what Ariana Grande is. I am not sure if I already plugged this. So I apologize if I did. But if I did, I'm still fine with it. I wanted to plug a podcast called Dunktown. And Dunktown is a podcast hosted by... Dunktown? Dunktown. D-U-N-K. Oh, okay. 
It's yeah. basketball podcast hosted by two women who know a little bit about basketball. But it's a fun podcast for people who... You have, but continue. Okay, it's a fun podcast. I won't go into a lot of detail about it then, except to say that they had Carl Tart on a recent episode, and and he was kind of fun to listen to. And it's just kind of like a a fun podcast because I watch basketball, but I'm also not like super into it, and so I can keep up with the things that they're talking about. In fact, I'm thinking of uh, sending them an email to ask for some advice about how I don't like Joel Embiid. Uh, What? (laughs) What? Joel Embiid? Marissa lives in Philadelphia. Um, Joel Embiid. He's the biggest star on the Sixers. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly, uh, like, contender for MVP this year. And it's funny because, like, I actually, like, I like NBA and I'll casually watch it sometimes. But I have no team allegiance and I don't know who Joel Embiid is. B. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. E-M-B-I-D. Embiid. Joel Embiid. What? Okay. E M B I B. Joel Embiid. D as in dog. M-B. Last last letter. D as in dog. Joel Embiid. Yes. All right. You got anything over there? Do I have news? I gave yeah. my plugs. <laughs> I don't understand why you're asking me. I really hope that when people listen to this podcast, they have a lot of fun. <laughs> Guys, don't eat too much sugar-free candy. Even though you think you're invincible. She's Italian. She's Italian, so she's a white person. Oh, I thought you were telling her what I was Italian. <laughs> I'm not. Guys, listen, I, I put a little promo at the beginning of this episode, and I just wanted to remind people at the end, if you've listened this long, it means you're a committed listener and we appreciate your patronage. What I would love to have you do, if you don't mind, is what I'm, what I'm trying to put together is like a soundboard for us to use when we're recording, except I thought it would be fun if you all made sounds for us to use. Oh, that's fun. Pete didn't tell me about this. No, I didn't, because I kind of wanted it to be a surprise, but I'm ruining it now. So call us up, 570-PODWOD1, make a sound that you think would be good to work into the show, and I will put them on a soundboard, and we'll try to use it more often when we're doing the show. And if you don't give any, I will give so many. (laughs) Yeah, but you have to leave them the same way everybody else does, okay? What? Colombia! Bye! Goodbye! Hi!